in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more. This is Potential Picks. Hello, and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Taylor Sokol, and joined by my co-host, as always, Chris Doerr. Today, we are reviewing season two of the sports comedy drama Ted Lasso, Apple TV's Plus Crown Jewel on their streaming platform. And... Um, Chris and I were really excited to tackle uh, season two. Of course, season one had already ended by the time, you know, uh, the podcast was rolling. And we were definitely looking forward to season two after season one set a great precedent. So how about this? Uh, Chris, can you kind of give like a little bit of a recap of season one for those of you uh, who are listening to this for the first time? Yeah, so Jason Sudeikis coming off of really his time in SNL. Um, he started doing a character <laughs> where uh, on actual NBC sports to like, you know, actually during games where it, the, the joke and the bit was uh, an American coach, football coach coming to be a coach of a British football team. And so literally American football with, you know, the football that we know uh, and then going to, you know, coach a British soccer team. They took that bit and then actually came and wrote a sitcom out of it, made this actual show, which launched on Apple TV Plus, and we just got season two. And this thing has really taken off. I think people have really gravitated to, uh, you know, it's nice to see another sports show, uh, which people love. I think there is really a world love for soccer, even though maybe not the biggest love in America. A lot of people do enjoy the sport. But how much this show has just like, tackled humanity and like the niceness of people uh how people can easily be a team together and i think it's been heavily character driven and it's just been like it's been fun uplifting heart-wrenching and it's been just incredible and i think season two definitely surpassed season one with its storytelling and where it got to expand and of course now we have to wait for season three but, um, you know, Taylor, this show, I think, does have some incredible performances and it has an incredible writing team. But what, what's been the thing that's kind of kept you uh, staying, you know, glued to your screen waiting for the next week's episode, especially as we just got, you know, season two wrapped up? I think what, what's kept me going is what's so surprising about the show is this um, uplifting message it shows and the different layers of, of the human condition. I think, you know, number the number one, season one really set this tone of that um, unbridled and unwavering positivity through adversity and, you know, just the power of belief and, and, and looking at things in a different way. Um, and if, if it's broke, um, you know, if it's not broke, don't fix it. But if it's broke, maybe we try a different way if that's not working. So also what's kept me really, another thing that's really been a highlight of this is each of these all these characters, whether they have a small bit or not, it's what an ensemble cast to give everyone this great, you know, life to each of them that you want to see each character, no matter who's in the scene, you're excited to see them, whether it's the main character, Ted Lasso, or if if it's Ra, Rebecca, um, or if it's any of the players. I think that's another thing that's great about it. And I just love the 
very snappy writing and the references of the pop culture. I think that's what's great. And I think season two went even better because then they were able to go back and, and really flesh out more of these characters. Yeah, we got to see a little bit more into the the personal life of a lot of these characters more than we got to in season one. And I kind of like that they did, you know, they, they went a little longer. So season one was 10 episodes. Season two is 12. So they had more time to expand. And also season one, most of the episodes were like half hour. They expanded that to like 45 minutes or longer for season two. So you clearly could see that Apple was like, people are loving this. It was one of those shows where even before it finished, it had, it got the green light for season two and three, just based off the response from season one. And you can just tell this show is going to go for a while. Um, we just had the Emmys, uh, which even though season two was still premiering, you know, episodes are still coming out. Uh, just in terms of the Emmys, based off the season one, uh, you know, writing, directing, performance, and all that, uh, they won quite a few, which is pretty big for a brand new show. Outstanding comedy series, Jason Sudeikis for Outstanding Lead Actor, Brett Goldstein, Outstanding Supporting Actor for playing Roy, uh, and then Hannah Waddingham won for playing the boss as the Outstanding Supporting Actress. But it was nominated for a total of Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13. It had 13 nominations over different categories. Uh, pretty big uh, and taking away quite a few of the prizes. So I think what they did well with season two was we have the continuing struggle of we do want to see this team get back to Premier League. They're, they've been lower division based off their performances watch why originally ted lasso is hired because they're you know at a you know faulty moment where they're not really having the best uh you know leadership and of course him bringing his uh, friend coach beard played by brendan hunt who is a fantastic character we got a lot more of him also this season he's always kind of been the quick wit uh just throws in a line here and there but there's actually a whole episode dedicated to him this season which was fantastic and you get to see, I think, how they not only expand the coaching this season with a few more who have you know climbed to the ranks or they've hired, but also you see how how much they all kind of need each other as a team. There is a lot more this season that goes into Ted, um, his background and his issues with anxiety, something that I don't think a lot of shows tackle ever especially ones that are comedically driven. This is a comedy show after all. Like it does have drama and heart, but at the end of the day, this show is made to make you laugh. And having this great character of Dr. Sharon Fieldstone, who is a psychologist played by Sarah Niles, coming in as a, a mainstay for this season, uh, they got to open up a lot more. And not just Ted, other characters as well. But definitely this was a chance, I think, for Sudeikis to really get to show off a lot more of his dramatic work this season he still definitely has the comedic chops and but i i was really taken back by how much uh vulnerability he shows this season for this character um because he has been someone that is you're like the way he fits in the show in season one you're like he is this comedic tour de force who just has the most positive energy he's always running at like a hundred percent he never really has a bad day minus the stuff he's dealing with his ex-wife and his son being overseas back in America. So I like that they got to explore a lot more of that this season to some points that I don't think anyone was expecting that get quite dark, to be pretty frank. And also with um, 
the character of Rebecca talking a lot about her family. Um, you know, we have her ex-husband every now and then and you get to do stuff about her parents and her dating life and her trying to keep this mindset of the boss, but she's having her own struggles as well. And I love how that friendship uh, is there the whole season as well. Yeah, I think that was really nice there where she was kind of the the enemy, the antagonist in the first season. And then they kind of came to this crossroads and it was just very, very refreshing that they, I think they both see a bit of a kinship uh, or kindred spirit, if you will, where, you know, they're both divorcees. Uh, they're both kind of out of their element. She's having to run this stuff, have a semblance of a life. Ted's, you know, he's got a lot of pressure of himself. So I think that the fact that they, they really balance, they, they balance each other out well. And, you know, they can talk about stuff that, you know, he can't really necessarily talk about coach beard or she can't really talk with, you know, Keely, but you know, and I, and I do, and speaking of relationships, her and Keely played by Juno temple, um, just such a great, great chemistry between them two. And even watching the award ceremony, you see like, they're like really friends in real life. They're like, Oh, because I brought this, you know? So they have that really great, you've got the kind of the, the girls having their time. And, um, and I do love the, the growing camaraderie where we get with, um, Ted coach beard, um, where we get with Roy as well as, you know, uh, Leslie Higgins, uh, played by Jeremy Swift, who he is just, what a, what a, what a character where he could have been easily just this kind of, you know, he was kind of the syncopantic, uh, kind of underling of Rebecca where he kind of really this season just got better and better. And some of these, just these small little moments, but he really is like a great, you know, heart, an additional heart to the show. I love the continued bit throughout the season that he keeps having to change, uh, his office (laughs) and it's always the most ridiculous places. Like sometimes just a bench, in the lobby or like, you know, he just keeps finding a place to stay, but he does his job very well. And he, he is that, that friend that is needed. Um, but speaking of Keely uh, and Roy, I think a lot of this season has been great to, you know, Roy is no longer on the team. He's retired um, and seeing what his post career life is like and uh, finding his right place among that. And also having him, just seeing him try to be a boyfriend is like hilarious material because he is so that harsh, you know, tough exterior. And so when he does these sweet moments and sweet gestures to Keely, it's like, it's just like, it's really nice to see. And we do have back, you know, Jamie is back this season and, you know, for being really that hothead who the whole first season that is really egotistical and thinks he's the best thing on the planet seeing a lot more of him grounded this season and balanced and becoming a team player again, I think was a really good change. And it it grew to see, we got to see more of the team overall, uh, certain characters, you know, like we've, we've really been following Sam this season a lot. um, And which is fantastic. And to some new avenues that was not expected. And also, of course, we always love Danny Rojas uh, (laughs) and who has a very, uh, (laughs) Very unique, fun uh, turn at the very beginning of season two um, and seeing how that plays out. I won't spoil things for those who haven't seen, but I just like the overall season two. I think it took some it took some leaps with some, you know, more personal character choices. Yeah, and more character centric episodes, which I think it was a bold, bold move um, 
but I feel like they could the the creators like we can do this because we've got the audience. Um, in particular, there's one great episode where it's uh, focused on Coach Beard, and it's all about you know his his adventures. Just, just one night out, one night yeah. out in town after a, a horrible loss of a match, and uh, it is is bonkers and it's quite funny. And yeah, I just like that they 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 kind of went a little more big and bold and goofy with a lot of the formula, and even characters that have been so meek uh such as nate played wonderfully by nick muhammad you know there's there's a growth to him this season that takes a few turns and a lot of it becomes because he was so uh nerdy and shy and he's not you know and how he's grown with you know the spider-man saying uh (laughs) great power comes great responsibility him kind of becoming climbing the ranks and how a lot of that goes to his head um so I think the way where the show leaves off is going to open a lot of possibilities for season three. And this is one of those shows. I really do wonder like how long the show would go for. Well, here's the funny thing about it. Um, I know that not only Sudeikis, but a lot of creators said that they have intended this to be only three seasons um, where I think because Sudeikis is like so high in demand, I think he's got all these projects that he wants to work on. Um, but I know they said they have a clear goal. So, but based on the popularity, we've seen that before where I think in certain like other shows out there, I think based on popularity, they may extend it further because like, Hey, we can do this or that. I mean, look at these great shows like, um, Shit's Creek, um, and, uh, Stranger Things. So some of these shows, I think where they had a clear vision or like, Oh, we'll do a little more based on popularity, but who knows? Because there's so many threads, it's going to be tough to make it all a satisfying ending. And again, remembering that the the point of the whole show originally is about this coach coming to help out this team that needs it and to climb the ranks. So like you could see like there could be the long term goal of Richmond eventually one day winning the Premier League, you know, like that's the big closer. And then maybe they're like Ted is done coaching, you know, it's like there could be a point like that. And also, you know, at this point of the series, even though he's still kind of getting over uh, his divorce, it's like, is there going to be someone that fills that romantic slot for Ted? And of course we've been teased about that. There was a couple moments where I was like, you know, where's it going to go? And I know he's had some dalliances last season and this one, but there's a lot of openness to relationship possibilities, leadership, changing of the guard. There's a, there's a lot to to be seen for this next season so who knows what's going to happen but i'm i'm all for it i'm just loving the show the again continued tour de force great writing good music and very compelling fun characters that you you look forward to like this is a show i want to binge you know straight through i don't want to wait every week and that's how good the show is and it's very easy to do that so you can of course revisit season one and two of ted lasso now streaming on apple tv plus And that was this edition of Potential Picks. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.